Yo, is this seat taken? Uh, yeah, it is. taken by Elisa Gregory. She is a performer, choreographer, teaching artist, and arts administrator. You arts can, administrator, yeah. yeah. You can most likely find her famously known for Fly Honeys. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's yeah. very nice meeting you. Oh, yeah, this is it, cool. I know. We, like, run in the same circle of people, so. It's wild. I know. <laughs> I was like, wait, you know this person? You know this person, too? How do you know this person? <laughs> <laughs> Chicago. Everywhere. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago's it it's um, deceivingly a big city, but it's actually really small. Yeah, and once you, I feel like once you like integrate certain circles, you're like, oh, and this is this is how this is all connected. Yeah, it's like you know the term six degrees of separation. Yeah, yeah totally. It's like actually like two degrees yeah. of separation yes, yeah. in Chicago. Totally, Chicago's close knit. Yeah. It's very incestual in some <laughs> industries. <laughs> it's I like, I literally am Eskimo sisters or brothers or non-binary Eskimos with, yeah. like, everyone. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> um, yeah. I just wanted to talk about your work and yeah. what you do for the community. Obviously, totally. a lot of people know you from the Fly Honeys, yeah. so we could start with that. Yeah. Um, so I started with Fly Honeys six years ago. I think year five was my first season with them. Nice. And I just like, you know, <laughs> it's kind of a weird story how I got involved. Like Erin Comary like asked me, she like sent me a message and was like, do you want to do this? And like, I was like, no thanks. And I had no idea what <laughs> it was. Like, and I was nah. like, no, I don't. <laughs> you want me to get up there and like dance in my underwear? I was like, hard pass, no thanks. <laughs> um, and then I, my friend visited me and I was like, there's this show. I got asked to do it. But like I said, no, but like, do you want to go see it? And I went and saw it. And my friend Nicole turned to me and she's like, you've made a terrible mistake. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You're like, I not realized. I know. <laughs> I fucked up. Um, and so then I started as the ensemble dancer. And then we had like a time where um, we had like a core company cast moment. And then I came on as associate choreographer. So nice. that last year was my fourth year doing that. And uh, I'm associate choreographers along with um, Casey Alfonso. So we both are associate choreographers. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Five years. Five. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight. Six years. Six, six years. years. Yeah. Yeah. It's been going on for 10, right? It's been going last on for year, 10. Last year mm-hmm. was the 10th. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It sells out like instantly. It's wild it's to really witness wild. yeah because yeah. I also do so I do also do like the social media I'm a social media manager for the show and like I like even just like watching it all happen live or like you like see like like I'll put a post and be like tickets are dropping and people are like oh my god it's and I'm like oh my god this is so like this is crazy <laughs> this, is intense. this is intense yeah it's yeah. grown so much like I remember when I first heard about it, it was like three years ago uh-huh. and everyone's like Allie, you are like, <laughs> how have you never seen this show before? Like, you would love it. Like, you that's that has you written all over it. And I'm like, why are you getting mad at me? Sorry. <laughs> like, it's like, you know when people but, shame you for not knowing something? But like, yes. And that is so unfair. Yeah. I always feel like that. No, don't do that to me. Yeah. And uh, I, I've, 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 when I heard about it, I was just like, damn, this is amazing. It's fucking awesome. It's, so it's really awesome. Yeah. It, like... Yeah, it started as, like, a 10 years ago of, like, just being, like, one thing. And now it's, like, I mean, it's five weekends now, yeah. which is insane. I think we sold out 90% of our tickets in, like, 36 hours or something. It was just, like, what is happening? Holy shnike. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's, like, Justin Bieber stuff. <laughs> uh, Bieber. Bieber. Oh, God, Bieber. <laughs> Um, how long have you been dancing for? I started dancing when I was five years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like a weird thing where, um, I dressed up as a ballerina for Halloween. Okay. And it was like this like little tiny tutu thing like, and I like wouldn't take it off. 
Like, I would, like, go to school in, like, school clothes and then, like, immediately come home and, like, put it back on. And my mom was like, what's that about? Like, maybe you really want to do this. So then I took a dance class. and Nice. It was love, I love. guess. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Love, love. Um, it, you started off, like, contemporary I started ballet. 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 And then I, like, took a jazz class, and I was, like, a hardcore, like, jazz Jazzer. dancer. Like, Love it. Loved it. And, like, my studio that I grew up with and, like, my friends, we were, like, I mean, that's, like, deep, deep fam. And, like, uh, we practice all the time together, but, like, our jazz class was, like, the one where we all, like, let it like go in such a way it was yeah. really really cool to think about and witness um or live and like and then I got into college and that's when I like discovered contemporary dance nice yeah awesome awesome what's your favorite now contemporary so contemporary. yeah and I like to like do improv dance too and like there's something about like being in a studio and like putting a song on and like just like going going yeah yeah and just I don't know. And, like, and then I, I like to tape it and, like, watch it back and see, like, the choices that I made. It's, like, really interesting to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be a circus artist. And Ooh. that was, like, my jam, like, just, like, blasting one of my favorite songs and, like, getting up on – I did aerial rope and getting up on oh, aerial yeah. rope and recording what I did. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, like – it's kind of like you – you're, like, I didn't know I – yeah. Could do that at all. It's That's almost crazy. like a form of meditation, really. Like, totally. It's like you just, like, aren't thinking. Yeah. And you just get lost. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay. You want to <laughs> do the first segment? Sure. Uh, what is your death meal? Death meal. Yeah. So if you knew you were going to die, like, tomorrow. I think, uh, I love, I love a good steak. Like, okay. I love mm. a good steak. What kind? It has to be, like, it definitely has to be, like, medium. Like, okay. that's, like, the most important thing is, medium. like, medium okay. steak. Um, what cut? Do you know what cut you like? No. No. Oh. <laughs> I should know, but I don't. Okay. Yeah. I should know. I should know, but I don't. I'm, like, such a hospitality, <laughs> like, foodie. I'm, like, what kind of cut? Uh, I had, I did, I went on a cruise, um, Two, not last Christmas, the Christmas before, mm. and um, we had a delicious, like, filet mignon that I was like, this mm. is outstanding. Yeah. Like, that was outstanding. I feel like filet mignons are really good. They have, like, the perfect amount of fat on yeah, them. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, I was like, yeah. damn, this is fine dining. We are on a cruise. Fine dining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that. Anything else? Um, oh, no, not just a steak. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, no. Um, we, sorry, I, like, I get really, like, intense about this um, conversation. <laughs> I would do, like, a mashed potatoes okay. for sure. Um, and, like, my my grandma, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, she makes these, like, delicious, like, glazed carrots Ooh. that are so fire. Yeah. And, I mean, like, it would have to be, like, my grandpa, like, making this steak for me. And then, like, okay. my mom's garlic mashed potatoes and, like, my grandma's glazed carrots. Like, mm. that would be okay. – that's such a good meal. That sounds or, really good. Or <sighs> – this is hard because I'm, like, I love crab legs, too. Yeah. I mean, you can eat it I'm going to put those on – I'm going to put those on the plate, too. Yeah. Yeah. Crab legs. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to do that. I haven't had crab legs in too long. It's so, like, I'm, I mean, I'm from Virginia, so yeah. we You guys get down it. on, like, the, Ooh, yeah. the surf and turf. It's very serious. That's a surf and turf meal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's steak a surf and, and turf. Yeah. yeah. Steak and, I didn't even realize. <laughs> yeah. Crab legs or crabs in general, like, mm-hmm. like, a long table and, like, covered in newspaper and, like, yeah in there and like you got like cuts on your hand and you like yeah. don't care and you're still eating so delicious oh that's so much fun <laughs> so much fun i love it yeah do you have a drink in mind um fuck. i like <laughs> if i'm like doing those crab legs it has to be like a nice good cold beer okay and then like while i'm having that steak it's gonna be a good glass of like Nice wine. Okay. So I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Awesome. No, a martini. I take it back. It's a martini. martini. It's a martini. Mm-hmm. Dirty? Mm-hmm. Dirty. Dirty. Blue cheese olives. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Gin? Gin. Gin. Okay. <laughs> Gin. <laughs> I, I'm a bartender, so I'm like, 
I low-key judge people if they do vodka martinis. I'm like, really? you get so much more flavor and, like, oomph out of a gin martini. It's so good. You know what I mean? Because you have, like, the juniper and, like, the... It's just better. Angelico and, like, all of those, like, you know, botanicals being yeah. gin where it's, like, vodka is just, like... I hate it. <laughs> I can't drink. I can't drink vodka anyways. Yeah, it's not for me. No, I get like <laughs> my college friends will be like, "Yes, she should not, <laughs> not, not have vodka." Like it's like a weird thing where I like suddenly turn really mean. Mm. It's it's yeah. My my well, my college friends can attest to that. It's just like a weird. It's a weird reaction. Yeah, I'm that way. I know a lot of people are like. No, it's not the spirit, it's the person. I'm like, nah, dude. Like, if I drink too much whiskey, if I'm, like, drinking whiskey all night, I get the same way. I get, like, mean. Yeah. I'm, like, my, like, inner, like, angry... Totally. ...person yeah, comes out. Yeah, it's not <laughs> great. And I know, like, I'm like, let's just not have that happen. Yeah. We just can't... I just won't do that. Yeah. And then with rum, it's, like, it's made out of sugarcane yeah. molasses. And, totally. like, I'll just get, like, so hungover oh the my next God. day. Yeah. I was talking to somebody recently, and we were like, do you remember how we, like, were young and we drank, like, dumb shit? Like, yeah. smearing off ice, and we, like, thought we were doing hot shit. You're like, yeah. no, you were drinking, like, like alcoholic Skittles. Like, it's just, like, not <laughs> a thing. Skittles. Not a thing. We would, oh, man, in high school, we would get, like, a handle of, like, the cheapest vodka you could find, uh-huh. like, Skull vodka, Ugh. and then just, like, chase it with, the like Arizona iced teas, oh like those God. big like dollar ones, Ugh. and that would like when you're in high school, you didn't get hangovers. No, this like is... I would wake up, I'll be like fine and Let's dandy, go. like go to work. <laughs> so stupid. Like what? So stupid. So dangerous. Oh man. So dangerous. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's talk about people of color and black people in the dance industries. Yeah. Um, What's your experience? I've been really fortunate that I've uh, I've worked for a lot of people that like I feel like um, respected by. Um, so one of the first things is like the community is like the dance community here is like predominantly a white community. Yeah. Like it's I would it's it's facts and. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a lot in Chicago in general just because it's so super-duper segregated. Totally. And, like, it's hard to find a place. Like, I'm really particular about where I take class or who Mm -hmm. I work for or um, what kind of work I go see and things like that because there are – I have, like, heard stories about some people that are like, yeah, that choreographer was kind of racist towards me. And you're like, whoa. Now I know I'm not going to go there and support that person yeah, or like, do that. I'm not going to give them my money. Not going to give them my money. My time. No, yeah, totally. Like, in <clears throat> there's something to be said with me. I'll speak from my experience as, like, a black dancer here. I, like, pay attention to, like, choreographers or critics or whomever, like, like I'm like I like I pay attention to like what you go see, right? Yeah. Like who are you also supporting? Like where your politics kind of lie? Yeah. Um, I think it's really easy for people to just be like dance is dance, and we can all like live harmoniously and yeah. do the whole thing. And I'm like, toxic can't. positivity. Yeah, and no. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, and I feel like. Dance in general is finally, like, owning up to a lot of, like, the racism that it's, like, been embodied into mm-hmm. it. Um, but in Chicago in particular, I think that's why when I go take class at certain places, you know, I count. I'm like, all right, I'm the only black girl in here, and there's a black guy in here, and there's a black, you know, yeah. other. And, like, and we, like, see each other, and we're like, oh, okay, we, I see you, and you're here, and I see you, and you're here, and we, you know, have that connection. I've always... Um, I've always felt like it's it's really it's really easy to hmm, how do I say this? It's like really easy for I think some choreographers to to uh, pick a dancer just to be like diverse in some ways. Sure, like handbagging or tokenization. Tokenization, yeah, totally, totally. Um, and I think I I want more people to be more responsible with yeah. those choices because yeah. it's just 
it, even if you think that it's not showing in the work, it does show in the work. Yeah. Yeah. I think I went to a um, workshop, quote unquote workshop. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do air quotes because <laughs> it wasn't a workshop uh-huh. at all, and there was, <coughs> excuse me, one like black man in the room, and it was a workshop on allyship, and I was like, what is this? Oh my god! And I'm like, whether he feels like he's being tokenized or not, from like my perspective, who as a white person who's been doing this work for a while, mm-hmm. and from the perspective of like my other like brown friends in the room mm-hmm. who aren't black, but they're still yeah, yeah, people of color. Yeah. It looks like you're using using this that person, person totally as a token. Absolutely. Um, like I feel like. I feel like the average white person doesn't even, like, realize that they're doing it, which is, like, the saddest part about yes, the whole thing. absolutely. It's real. It's, like, how do you not, yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, it's... How do you not see that? Yeah. Not see that. Yeah, I think... And this is... I'm going to just name it. Like, this is why I like working with Aaron, because I think Aaron has a really great, great... She does a really great job of naming what it is yeah. and like we just did search party and that there's a duet between me and Tia and who's another black dancer and like giving us that space to have that moment I was like like what thank you you know and she and like I was like Aaron do you understand like this is really special for me and Tia to mm-hmm. be able to have this duet and have this moment yeah. in this piece and she was like why wouldn't you like this is a part of your story this is who you are like your people in this piece and like you guys deserve a space and I was like you know there's so many people that don't think about that yeah. that don't understand that and I just got chills <laughs> yeah and like don't understand like that this is important to see yeah you know and I and there's and I have a lot I'm lucky that a lot of people that I have worked with have definitely been like what is your experience in this work right now? What is your experience in this piece? Like, yeah. what are you, per- like, what are you thinking and, like, mm-hmm. seeing me as a person yeah. rather than just, like, a black body? Yeah. And those are two separate things to me. Being really intentional about the work uh, yeah. that they yeah. want to yeah. put and help you put out into the universe. Yeah. Love that. And I feel like also, like, as a black performer, you know, there's a conversation that's happening right now in dance and in theater about, like, white critics mm. critiquing, like, like work, particularly black or black work and work by POCs and, like, they'd be like, well, I just don't understand it, so it's not that great. It's like, it wasn't meant for you. Mm-hmm. Great. Like, yeah. this is not about you and about whether you understand it. Like, this is not your audience. This is serving someone else. Yeah. You know, and... It's like you. We actually don't want you in this space critiquing her. Yeah, because we're not here for you. I'm not here for you. I'm. This work is not here for you to not make. Because now you put your whiteness at the center of this. Exactly. You know, and like that is not what this is about. Like you you need to uncenter yourself. Yeah. Like if you are gonna write a review, like take off your like white people lenses and put on, try to put on lenses through like a POC's viewpoint. Yeah. Or be like. I don't get it. I don't think this is for me. I really can't talk on this, actually. Yeah. And, like, set your take yourself out of the conversation, yeah. you know, and be like, I'm going to hand this off to someone that can responsibly and effectively talk yeah. about this work. Exactly. It's so, oof, that's just, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Say it. Say it. There's a, there, there's a lot of that in, like, the food hospitality business, too, of, like, white food critics going into, like, like, a, oof, like a Chinese restaurant and being like, this is garbage. It's like, actually, you just think it's garbage because it's too spicy or what yeah. happened for you because yeah. your palate is... Not made, not built for this. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Get out. Awesome. Um, do you want to do the next segment? Sure. What is your guilty pleasure drink? Whether it has, like, a certain stigma around it for whatever stupid reason that is, or if it's, like, not that good for you. The first thing, (laughs) this is just a funny story, that um, I was at, like, a, I think, was it, like, a New Year's Day party? I was at a party very recently, and um, my friend, my friend Maggie, 
we were together and we were like hanging out at this party and I was like, I'm gonna go to LaCroix. Do you want one? And she was like, Yeah, yeah. We like walk out to the back porch if you get one and I grab a pure LaCroix. Mm-hmm. And she was like, No, 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 that's that's pure. And I was like, I know. <laughs> Maggie was like, I thought that only serial killers drink that. Like, what do you you drink a pure LaCroix? And I was like, Yes, they're delicious. Like the what plain you, the plain yeah. I love them. I just like like the fizz. And she was like, I'm shook. I can't believe it. You I was like, I was like, people, people love these. People love these. It was just, it just was really funny to mm-hmm. me that like that is that is like a thing that I I have like two cases of them in my house at a time. I, I like that. go through them. I love Lacroix. Yeah, bubbly water in general. Bubbly water in general. I also, I mean, I love a good Red Bull. Okay. <laughs> when we were in Japan, there were like these teeny tiny little Red Bulls that were so it was like it, they were delicious they tasted a little different okay. I can't we couldn't figure out why but they're like huh. they're not they're a little different but they were so good okay yeah interesting I wonder what makes them different I have no idea it was just it just could taste a little you're like mm, something is it was like better yeah yeah I mean, they're they're all about like fizziness in Japan, totally. like highballs, like a toki highball, oh, yeah. etc. Yeah, we drank really good in Japan. Yeah, it was good. Very they good. have like they have a great drinking scene, like cocktail scene. Oh yeah, bar scene. Yeah, they do. <sighs> we we drink a lot of um, sochu. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah, lots of that. I've actually never had sochu, but I've heard a lot about it. It's fire, and it's I can't so believe good. like my listeners are gonna be like. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> we we like discovered it in like some restaurant. They were like, "You guys should try this." And mm-hmm. we all all four of us were like, "Whoa, mm. this is this is it. This is what we're always gonna." Yeah, I've have. heard it's great. I I need to try it. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty goals. There it is. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's talk about some things that you've seen or heard of or maybe experienced. Yeah. When it comes to like racism. Yeah. Or even um, maybe misogyny in the oh, dance goodness. industry. Yeah. I uh I can talk about misogyny for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I I might catch some shit, but I'll I'll name this because they don't, you know, need they don't need my money. But <laughs> Hubbard Street is like doing this like thing for like women and women and dance or pow- like putting like something about women in power and dance. And then they connected it with um, Batsheva's Deca dance that's like performing there at the Harris. And Ohad is a man. And then their artistic director, Glenn, is like leading a discussion. And I was like, Glenn's a man. And what? they're like highlighting one woman in particular, but not. I was like, what is. What? Is, how does that. I thought this was for women. Like, yeah. what are you doing? It, so that was strange. Um, and my friend Caitlin talked about that, and I was like, posted it, posted it, and then I was like, and I was like, I dug a little deeper, and I was like, this is off. This is just off. Yeah. Like a swing and a miss there, Hubbard Street. I don't know. Ugh. It was just, it was just weird. It was just very weird. But it, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I I think there's a lot of this big boom recently of like people wanting to attempt and I say the attempt with like an underlining mm-hmm. um, font under it yeah um, of wanting to do more programming that's like intersectional and like about um, like diversity but it's all led by like white women or mm-hmm. like white men and they're only doing it for clout. Oh, absolutely. And they're not actually, like we were talking about earlier, being intentional. Yeah. They're not being intentional at all, and actually they're inflicting more harm than totally. good. Absolutely. And it's it's really annoying. If it's And if it's not for clout, like, in the arts world, it, like, definitely comes down to um, money and, like, funding. Yeah. To, like, if you are, like, a critic and you are highlighting a certain company that company gets that recognition and in return it gets you know when like if they apply for a grant then they can add you know i'm saying like i've been written about in x y and z Uh uh-huh excuse me and so like like 
being written up is is really important for artists. Yeah. And, you know, if you are a, a company in the South Side and a critic is not going to go past the auditorium theater mm-hmm. to go see you, then you're not going to get written up and you probably might not be able to get money. Yeah. And, like, so my biggest thing right now is, like, I think I'm really focusing on criticism heavily in this conversation, but, like, it's just so important for these writers to understand that, like, you have such a heavy job and responsibility Mm -hmm. to spread yourself out and see other things. It it just is livelihoods for some people, you know? And, like, these are – it's just that responsibility, I think, is really – can be really – just like tossed up in the air and just like, oh yeah, well I can just write about this person and it's like, no, but this show that happened down here is like really great and yeah. you should have seen that. Yeah. You know? Um, so that is like to me, you know, that is like a racism if you're not gonna go down and support Southside mm-hmm. like productions. Totally. That, that's that's not gonna that's not it. You're yeah. not really fully doing your job. Totally. I I keep bringing this back to my own industry because that's how I can relate. <laughs> but um, that it's like the same same shit for like hospitality. It's yeah. like no one goes to the south side, and I think in Chicago people like stay it within their like five mile radius. Yeah. Oh, and totally. It's really easy to do that. Oh, absolutely. Super duper. Like I mean. I can hold myself accountable. Like, yeah. I don't really go to the north side or the south side because I live in Logan, and, mm-hmm. like, I'll go to Logan and, like, downtown every once in a blue Totally, yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. And, like, I worked in Lincoln Park for a little bit, so it's, like, that's, like, where my life is, you yeah. know? And, um, yeah, like, I think it is important that people definitely, like, spread out and just, like, discover other things that aren't within, like, their five-mile radius. Yeah, totally. And um, I also, like, applaud artists that, um, you know, artists of color that, like, apply for these grants and put their work in, like, these high institution places. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting when you see a work that, you know, you come to a show and (laughs) this, like you see the people that are, like, expecting a certain experience, and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to come in here, and we're going to give... We're going to put our work in this place, and mm-hmm. you're going to take how our work actually is. You're going to eat it. You're going to eat yeah. it. You're not, we're not going to conform to what you... Yeah. You're, like, seeing dance theater, like, hi, you know, sit in your... There's a weird fourth wall, like... Yeah. You're a part of this, or... It, it's just interesting to see, like... When that happens, yeah. my friend um, Jen Freeman, who is a performer who goes by Poe Poe Chop, and I did a, I did a show with her, and she had a moment in her piece where she was like, she was saying like, I'm putting my I'm going to put my work and I'm going to put my black ass work in these white ass institutions, yes. and they're going to sit here and like it. Yeah. And I was like, that is so real and yeah. so important to actually like say. Yeah. Because like. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna be in these places that you think, on some level, we, some people think we don't deserve to be in, um, and we're gonna do it so well and so right, and yeah. make you uncomfortable. And like, I don't give a shit that you're uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, because I have a right to be here. Totally. Yeah. Um. It's like we're not here to appease these white people. No. <laughs> you know? No, and. I think it's 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 just important for, and I also think that that's also leads a conversation to like white makers uh, and choreographers and performers rec- recognizing like, totally. yeah, you you might not get into a festival or you might not get a grant because it's time for this black performer to get that money. Yeah. You know, and, like, that disappointment is, like, valid. I mean, like, damn, I didn't get that funding. It's, like, cool, but this other person got funding, and, like, hell yeah, you know? And, like, like setting that, those feelings aside and understanding that, like, there's ways to also, that's still a win for the community. Totally. Totally, you know, so. That's also, like, white people have been, probably getting these grants for oh fucking for fucking ever. years for fucking <laughs> i mean years. white people have been getting everything for fucking years centuries yeah. <laughs> fucking years 
it's like move out of the way it's it's time to yeah. you know let other people be like heard and totally. seen and speak and you know yeah and like when we when we're working on fly honey like we we make a, a point to be like POCs and like you know we're not like if you are <laughs> you, like POCs like LGBTQI like all like all of like to the mm-hmm. front like yeah. that is like this is like that's important. Like that's totally. a, a value and a priority of ours, and in building this show and making sure that that representation is uplifted to the utmost degree in, yeah. in, in that work, especially totally. in Fly Honey. If we're speaking about and we're talking about bodies, then yeah. it can't just be it one yeah. skinny like white girl body, or mm-hmm. you know, like it, this is not going to work. It can't be like heterosexual white women yeah totally <laughs> or totally you know, yeah like representation definitely matters it especially if you're doing it intentionally yeah and especially if you're you know. and responsible like responsibly and within with clear intention and I think that the show that show fly honey show I'm like honored to work on it because it it we like speak it like we we practice what we're like giving out to the yeah. world you know what I'm saying Practice like we pra- we're really practicing what we're preaching yeah and you know we have it's so special <laughs> it is special <laughs> hearing you talk about it makes it like even more special yeah I think I I mean I've I'm really really fortunate that that team of people you know does that and makes that a priority in a space for us yeah. and like you know, it starts at the top. Like, Erin is really great at being a leader, and her values and and her her values are, like, show. And it, it goes down through every single person that is on the writing team, that is on the music department, that is mm-hmm. on the choreo team, on the curation team. Like, these values that begin with her, that are the show that we keep coming back to is was what lends for people to see themselves in that show. I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. All right, let's get into the last segment. Cool. Uh, what are your high thoughts? My high thoughts. Yeah. You don't have to be high, just like any <laughs> silly thoughts <laughs> you've had. Oh, that I've had? Yeah, um, recently. Damn, recently. <laughs> Oh, what did I? I can't think of like anything. I, <laughs> I do when I like get high. I like to watch like a lot of like silly TV. Okay. So that's like my my favorite thing to do. Um, man, high thoughts. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was with um my 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 best friend my Mackenzie, and I don't know how we came on to this conversation, but we were talking about like inflections of voices and like when you say something. Like, yeah. so we were, like, we were talking about how to say, like, bitch what. And you could be, like, bitch what? Yeah. Or you could be, like, bitch what? And, yeah. like, we, like, <laughs> sat and kept saying bitch what, like, for maybe five minutes. And we were, like, we're high. Okay. All right. All right. We got to. Okay. Here we go. Like there's, like, a video that went viral on that, like, a while ago. It's, like, this woman sitting in a car and being, like, bitch what can mean so many so different things. So many different things. things. <laughs> Just so many different things. Yeah, that is just that's just it was so funny. Where we we kept doing it and then we we're like we're high. All right, moving on. Like let's have a snack. Like let's keep going. It's like the same like there's a meme for like Chicagoans. It's like when you say no, yeah, but no, really. Oh yeah. Like, oh, have yeah. you seen that yeah, one? It's yeah, I've like, seen that one. And it's like no, yeah, but no, like mm-hmm. that it defines what it really is. Totally. Means. Totally. There's a there's a black one that's like it says like you good and like Mm-hmm. That can be like you okay, or do you need help, or mm-hmm. do you, like it's just so many different ways of being yeah. like you good. Yeah. You're like oh yeah, this could mean, but but you immediately know, especially if you say it to another black person, you're like no without a doubt, like what that actually means. Yeah, it's without being without. <laughs> it's just I love that. Inflection is important. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's why uh, text messaging is so hard sometimes. Oh yeah. Like, but I, I get caught up a lot because I don't use punctuation, really. When I I've been I've noticed like I'll just say something and like won't add a period at the end of it. Okay. And my friend will be like, 
are you mad at me? Or like, like you didn't have a, you know, like paying attention. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I should add that period or like put that exclamation point. And like, I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited with no, no nothing, <laughs> like nothing to follow up. And you're like, what are you? Like, are you, like, what's going on? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about, I mean, I feel like this is a good segue into what we were talking about before, but how you personally lift your community up in your industry. Yeah. And around you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm really excited because I just, I'm kind of in this weird little transition moment where I got my um, master's last year in oh, performing arts admin. Congratulations. Thank you. Where did you get that in? I got it at Roosevelt in performing, I got an MA in performing arts admin. And nice. I went in there with the intention of basically like there's just not enough like women of color in leadership in the arts fields. Sure. Um, especially black women yeah. and like being in those positions behind um and so I was like, I went in thinking that I was going to be really interested in programming mm-hmm. and kind of leading towards like maybe curation of some sort or, and then, um, or like development of programs for mostly like POC communities. And then I ended up really latching on to marketing. Mm-hmm. And so right now I think, and I work at uh, Columbia College Chicago and I work for the dance center and the, <coughs> specifically the dance presenting series. And and so that like working in that field I'm like learning about how to like get people interested in shows and getting like ticket sales but also like making space so one of the things that I did for at the dance center I started an industry list Mm -hmm. and which had never been done before which was just kind of wild to think about um but like making like seeing shows at the dance center more affordable for artists and Mm -hmm. like connecting like this huge dance community and being like, this show is happening. It's really actually affordable for you now, or like ish, you know, yeah. like you could still be expensive for others. I'm not gonna like say that it's not, but mm-hmm. um, in like making that space and like uplifting and like seeing like, I know you wanna see this show, but a $30 ticket is like expensive. I hear you, I see that. So like, here's, sign up for this list. Here's what the benefits that you can get. And like, let's see how we can get you in the seat and in the space. Um, and so a lot of things that I'm thinking about right now and and working in arts admin is is like having and getting the right people to be to hear about the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want my fr- like I just want my friends especially to like get the shine and the scene that they deserve um, and not even not even just like, thinking like I want people to see your show like I want people to be like excited yeah and like a create like a following for you like you know what I'm saying like and like like making sure that that person that could put is like has probably never thought about your work before like you should definitely connect with this person and like making those relationships is is really important to me yeah I just rambled so much. No, I'm I'm just like <laughs> sitting here like yes, <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah, I I'm lucky that um, I'm lucky that that you know Roosevelt was it was um, it was an interesting program to go through. It was an online grad school program, so it was like kind of wild, but oh. it was still. I mean, we still met in person a couple times, but a lot of people. Um, you know, my cohort are working in the arts at we're working in arts admin field, and the conversations that we were having was just really interesting. And we had I just remember on the one of the first days they were like, "Why are you pursuing this degree?" And everyone was like, "I just want to get better at my field, and I just want to be more knowledgeable about things." And I was like, "I had like I was like the one in class. I was like, well, I'm here because." I there's not a lot of me in these mm-hmm. spaces, so I'm gonna put me in this space, yeah. And then I'm gonna take everybody that I believe in with me in this space once I get in this position of leadership, yeah. Um, and the the right people that deserve that that praise and shine, you know. Yeah. And it was just like I could tell everyone was like, "Whoa, we!" I was like, "Yeah, I'm here to build like a community, like." 
that doesn't get seen and heard a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm here to make that space for them. Yes. 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 <laughs> I love that. And it's, like, all these, like, white people. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. Uh, uh, Ooh, I just wanted to be better at marketing. I'm like, cool. I, okay. I, but there's more. It's deeper than this for me. So. I like your white people voice. <laughs> some dms sure the first question is do you like to travel do i like to travel that was so thrilling um (laughs) yes i do like to travel um recently i've been doing a lot of like cabin trips with friends oh cute so um like going out and like spending like a weekend is like Nice. A jam for me right now. Um, like a good, quick, like weekend getaway. Yeah. But I'm like itching to do a big trip. I like did that cruise two years ago, and that was really amazing. Where'd um, you go? I we did the Keys. We did Mexico. Oh God, I can't remember everything. I should remember everything. Um, we did the Keys. We did Mexico. We did a couple islands. It was. It was like a week long. It was over Christmas. I went with my friend Liz and her family. It was so cute. Nice. And that was, it was just also just nice because like my phone didn't work. Oh. And so like I couldn't be on the internet. Like I read, actually read a book. It was, I was like, whoa. read a whole book I read a book, you guys. This is crazy. (laughs) Um, That's wild. Um, But I, my friend Mackenzie and I are, I want, We've been, like, tossing around the idea of, like, taking a trip. So I'm excited nice. that possibility. Where are you thinking? We haven't really settled. I want to go to – I've been feeling like I want to go to Spain for a long time. Do you know what part? I do want to see Madrid and Barcelona. Like, that's – that's. I think more Barcelona than Madrid. Barcelona is, like – I I want to die there. Like, I want yeah. – Yeah, I want to retire there. Uh. Like, I – I almost went to school for architecture and, like, oh of course, God, yeah. And I was like, I need to go to Spain, like, when I was, like, younger. Yeah. And then I went into circus and they had, like, a big, uh, like, aerial rope scene. And mm-hmm. I finally went for aerial rope, like, 2017, which, like, ironically enough, was, like, the end of my circus career. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was, like just getting into like deeper in hospitality and just like went to all the restaurants and bars and I was like oh my god wow. I love it. Yeah. I haven't been to Madrid. Okay. I went to Barcelona and uh, Menorca. It's like a touristy island. Got it. Like just west of uh, Barcelona. But yeah, Spain's great. I want to do that. Yeah, we so um we I went with um Aaron's work uh sur- the search party that I'm I'm a dancer in, and uh-huh. she, we got the opportunity to go to Japan to perform the work there with oh, nice. a couple of the artists, and, like, that was, that was really cool. We were there for 17 days. Wow. Yeah. So, That's like, a long time it's to a be long, somewhere. Yeah. We, like, moved in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we, like, straight up moved into this house, and, like. I would get homesick. <laughs> really, yeah. You know. At one point. At one point, we definitely, I feel like at the halfway point, we were, like, yeah. All right, we're halfway there. Yeah. We got all these days left, but like, you know, we were rehearsing like, you know, four, five, six hours a day, and like doing oh, like wow. it was just it was it was it was work. It was work. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were not there to like we were there to see stuff, but we were uh-huh. the there goal was there to work. Yeah. Um, but like spending that much time, like I I really liked the feeling of coming in and settling into a place like. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to Osaka and, like, spent a couple nights there when we had time off. But we moved into this house and, like, you get the sense of, like, almost being at home or, like, getting into, like, a routine. Yeah. Um, that was really, really nice. So that it, it kind of changes how I view traveling after that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, spend, if you can, like, spend days there. And, yeah. like, spend, like, I, like... I like the fact that we had, like, a home base, and then we went off and, yeah. like, would spend a night or two somewhere and then come back, you yeah. know? And that was really, really cool. Yeah. I have a friend who's, like, a complete, like, travel bug, and she 
she would just like go to different countries and like spend like a month to like three months there and just teach English in all these countries. And That's so cool. She was like, I just like to do it that way because then I feel like I'm a part of the community. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, next question. What is like your favorite part of dancing? My favorite part? Yeah. Uh, I like, hmm, I think as a performer, a good process, like a good deep process of like building a work sure. is really satisfying to me um like a lot of times when I watch dance and I'll watch like a like I watch a piece and I'm like wow how did they build that like what um like what work like what were what what questions were you like asked what, what questions were the performers asked what questions did the performer ask the choreographer like you know what references are you pulling from like I'm so interested in how you arrive to that place. Mm. Um, so the, like, and, like, that's what I see when I'm watching it. So, like, and when I'm in it, I like knowing on the inside, like, what the rules are of the work and, like, how we, or what we're pulling, like, what we're pulling from um, or what my intention is and that we've worked to build. Uh, so, like, that's my favorite part of being a performer is making the work. Like, performing it is, like, mm-hmm. great. But, like, making the work is you like, really rich. You like producing and making. Yeah, I like I like rehearsal. You like... I love rehearsal. <laughs> you like the rehearsal I like the, rehears- the performance. <laughs> I mean, performance is great and, like, showing the work and, like, being mm-hmm. like, this is, what, this is what we've created. But, like... The process. The process and being in the studio and, like, trying things out is, is I think so much just as much fun as performing um you know i keep going back to search party but like building search party we started that almost three years ago and um it's a completely different work than from when we first started but like the process of it never changed which was really really cool um and so as a as a performer that's great that's my favorite part the next question is, you literally <laughs> just answered it. Um, the next question is, do you like performing or making more? But you already answered it. I like, perform- so. I like performing. Yeah, but I like, I teach I teach kids, too. I teach at a Aww. studio up in Skokie, and, like, I love my little nuggets. Like, Aww. my youngest student is four, Aww. and my oldest is a senior in high school. And, like, I like making dances for them. Yeah. Like, making I actually my friend somebody asked me this question last week and I was like I like making dances but like making dances for professional artists is like stressful to me personally um I feel like the stakes are just so high and I it's just it just it just gives me a lot of anxiety but making work for my students is so different and like that's what makes me like gets that like choreographer bit of me out because uh-huh. They're just as hungry as a professional dancer, but it's a little different yeah. and a different kind of hunger. And, you know, obviously a four-year-old and, like, teaching a four-year-old a recital dance is so much more different than teaching <laughs> a high schooler a recital dance. But, yeah. you know, like, teaching those babes, like, my little, I mean, like, they're so excited every week to, like, be like, we're learning more of a recital dance. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Or, like, I teach them, like, an eight count and they're like, this is like it's that is cool as a maker so with kids it's really satisfying and exciting kids are so fun too kids are fun their kids are also start like screaming and crying (laughs) oh see like that doesn't like that doesn't phase me with a kid like a kid that like screams and cries like doesn't phase me Uh at all um i mean it depends on why but you know i used to teach like two-year-olds and there's, I mean, I understand, like, some teachers are, like, I don't want to teach a two-year-old. Like, that's, like, an infant, basically. And I'm, like, yeah, but, like, they have, if you just, like, level with them and, yeah. like, just be really gentle. Like, you, there's a way to work uh-huh. with a two-year-old. But I also just, like, love kids. I use a nanny. Like, oh, I'm a. You're a kid person. Oh, I'm a kid person. I'm Hardcore. <laughs> oh, I love them. I love them. Um, the next question is, what is your favorite show you've been a part of? Oh. That's hard. That is hard. 
been a part of. Sounds like you've been part of a lot. <laughs> I think. Um, I don't know what your CV looks like. Ooh, but <laughs> I just updated my resume not that long ago, and I was like, oh, this is this is playing. Oh, man, I've done Did some things. Do you do things. resume or CV? I have a, well, right, I have a resume right now. I need, I need to make a CV. Oh. I just haven't had to. CVs are, CVs are very intense. That's what I did for when I was a circus artist. And, like, oh. it's like, am I supposed to put, like, every little fucking thing on there? Yeah. Like, well, I have a resume for, like, my marketing stuff. Gotcha. And then my CV is all my performing choreography yeah. stuff. I just need to. I have it. It's four I, pages long. It's Bye. just like it's just like I need to like deeply update it and like some things. Yeah. I'm like you don't need to put that on there. Like that. No, no, let's forget that show happened. Maybe. Um, I think my favorite show or favorite work, I guess I've ever done, is my one of them. Can I pick more than one? Yeah. Is that possible? Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I'm like I. <laughs> I used to date this person who will not be named but he was trash and I would say like oh this is my favorite oh this is my favorite it's like you can only have one favorite that's why the word is favorite I'm like I have more than one favorite I have more than one favorite I have more than one favorite for sure um in college my senior year we this company Urban Bush Women came to my school came to VCU and they set this work called Shelter that they that the company did like way back in the 80s and they've redone it a couple of times but we got to learn from two of the company members one of them who actually went to VCU and like it was this really beautiful process that we got to do with uh, the company and work with the director Jawale she came for a week she was like the scariest woman that I've ever like choreographed or worked for but highly respect her and love her um but that piece is like still like holds like a really tender spot in my just and I think that's also where the, like the love of the process started because we because <laughs> we like the, I mean we like went through a, a two or three month process of like learning moves but also like reading books and playing games and Aww. watching documentaries and yeah. I was like this isn't just like learning steps this is like learning like history and. Yeah intentionality and like mm-hmm. things like that that was the that process. was really cool the process yeah. yeah awesome um but then obviously my other favorite shows that I've done is like Fly Honey yeah duh like <laughs> duh. duh without you know, saying <laughs> without saying it, there's just something about I think that also is process too of I you know seeing how I think what's the thought like the saying like seeing how the sausage is made is that is that the right saying you know I feel like I would probably know what that saying is since I'm a food person, but I've never heard that in my life. I feel like that's how, I don't, oh, I don't know if I got that. I might have got that wrong. But um, Listeners, help us out. Yeah, please. I, I think I fucked that up. But, like, the process of that show is, of building that show is crazy intense mm-hmm. um, for the production team and stuff. But, like, the rehearsal with the Honey Ensemble is just... I like it because just the people in the room get to experience that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a safe, safe, safe. I feel like the term safe space is said so often and so like kind of flippantly in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, Unintentionally. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like, but the room, the, the rehearsal room for the Honey Ensemble is so, I feel like is what actually what a safe space is. And like, the, just seeing those bodies in that in that room and like working so hard and supportive of each other yeah. and like and like so and like celebrating each other also like yeah. it's just there's just moments that like things happen and you know there's always one person that, that like first is like the first to like go all the way down to their bra and you're like yes it's <laughs> happening and, you know like you know it's that that joy of that is is what makes the performance of the show even richer in some ways of like how we got to that performance moment yeah. is really cool. That. Oh, it's so special. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good room. And I think, um, Aaron Casey and I, like, I, I mean, I will like pat ourselves on the back for that. Like we do good work of like making everybody feel seen and heard and like, like 
these moves are hard. We know. Yeah. We got we have we're gonna rehearse the shit out of it. We are you are gonna get it. Like please just we got you. You know, we're gonna make sure you feel great. Yeah. Without a doubt. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I always ask people this question at the end of every episode, but what change do you wish to see within your industry and the world in general? Um, I want uh, for, I want to see, how do I say this? I want to see independent and smaller dance companies uh, invested in, like, bigger dance companies are invested in yeah. and, like, given opportunities and space mm-hmm. um, the way that, a Hubbard Street and like a Joffrey or, you know, even like um, a visceral dance, like the way mm-hmm. that they are amplified in the community. Like, mm-hmm. I think that a company that is smaller could, deserves just as much praise and like mm-hmm. and respect. Um, and not to say that they're not getting praise and respect, but I feel like it could be more yeah. if people just take the time out to invest in that. Totally. Um, yeah, and then, you know, I'm a political junkie. I, yeah. like, listen to political podcasts all the time. Sure. So I just really, all I can think about right now is this, like, election. And yeah. I just want people to just, A, vote, but, like, also just vote without just yourself in mind. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, like, the, like, please think about, you know, Minorities, please think about queer people. Like, think about it is it is your vote for you, but it's also such a bigger vote for other people. Yeah, I feel like I, I've had this conversation with a lot of people, and people vote selfishly. Yeah, fully. And you know, we have all these like old people that are like in their eighties, like still voting Republican. It's like, yeah. why do you get? Why do you get? to decide for the future. Like, you aren't deciding for the future. You're yeah. not, like, thinking about, like, like the two-year-olds being born right now. Yeah. You're it thinking would... about, like, your homies that you went to high school with. Yeah. Which... And, it, and it, yeah, and yeah, that's... I have a couple of friends who won't vote, and it, like, Mm-mm. you know, it, it, it drives me insane. Same. Insane. And I, you know, we got into some some words about that and I'm like you don't care okay you don't care about yourself because you think it's not gonna affect you or whatever but I was like do you understand that that vote that you're tossing away deeply affects me yeah like putting that in perspective I mean like well if you don't want to vote for yourself vote for me yeah like and not just being because I told you like vote for me as a black woman in mind vote for me as a queer person in mind like yeah vote thinking about me and about how these laws that people, these politicians and lawmakers put in, like, affect me, you know, so. I was uh, living with a boyfriend during the 2016 election. This was the same guy who said I can't have more than one favorite, by the way. (laughs) And he almost, he almost didn't vote for the 2016 election. And I was like, this is a deal breaker. Yeah. Like, he was like, are you serious? I was like, if you don't vote, we're breaking up. Like I was, I, yeah. I was like, like dead. I was dead serious. I was like, God, try it's me. so fun. I was so... like, how are you not like this? Is like the probably the most like important election uh, that we will see in a very long time. Yeah, like this, and the fact that you aren't are saying you're not going to vote is completely disrespectful yeah. to me. Yeah, as a woman. Yeah, and my one of my friends that I have a couple. Of, I have a couple friends that that won't vote, but one of them voted for the first time in the 2016 election, and she, like, like was like, Lisa, I did it. I, I voted. And I was like, I want to be proud of you, and I am proud of you. I'm happy for you. But, like, just know that this is, like, the tip of the iceberg of your work. Like, yeah. you... Do you understand you can't just vote just in a presidential election? Yeah, like you, you have it. to vote have to, in primaries. You have to like you have to vote. You do, this isn't just a one and done type situation. I get called for jury duty now because I vote all the oh, time. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I got called for jury duty uh, last winter. I think it was like February, March last year. I haven't, I, I haven't been called for jury duty yet. I know I'm, people that literally don't vote every election because they don't want to get called in tr- for jury duty. That's so fucking lazy. I know. That's so 
fucking lazy. I'm like, so that's your excuse to not vote because you don't want to get called. Like, also, it's like white people that say that. So it's yeah. like, you are so privileged. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do, do 100%. You, like, realize the spew that you're spitting oh, out. Like, Jesus. it's like skunk. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's what I want for. Like you yeah. just want people to vote? I just want people to vote without just thinking about just themselves. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you can't not, not think about yourself in this mm-hmm. vote and, like, how <clears throat> your your situation is affected. But, my God, people, there is so much more than just you. Like, you yeah. know, it, that's that's what really sticks out to me. Yeah. I can't not think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. All right, well, thank you for coming in. Yeah, thank you. It thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure. I'm so glad I finally got to meet you. Yeah. I'll see you soon. Okay. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye.